Hello, this is Coach from DFS Coach Talk. Real quickly, before you watch the podcast, I want to mention a couple quick things. We, we really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we have a special offering here at DFS Coach Talk that is different than any other DFS provider in the industry, and that's why we're the fastest growing. I build everything by hand. We have a group of pros that put in hours and hours every day preparing winning lineups for you in the NBA, NFL, PGA and Major League Baseball, and we're also doing bonus coverage right now of KBO until sports come back. So join now, get a free month this whole month. Uh, the uh, memberships don't start until July 30th, so enjoy that, make some money, build some bankroll, definitely uh, engage with us on all social media. Enjoy the podcast, and let's take down some money and just crush it. Summer is here, and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to kick back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like MyBookie.ag. And with all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK. To get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to $1,000, plus $25 extra free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, July 15th. And it's also tax day, so if any of our members out there or listeners don't have their taxes done, it moved from April 15th to July 15th, so that's our public service announcement for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am uh, Joe Servati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the, the red-hot hot KBO expert here, Mr. Sugar Shea. I call him Sugar Shea. Even though it's Shane, that's just you know you get you get nicknames going when you get hot and you got to stick with them. So Sugar Shay Caldwell, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing great. Yeah, ready for another uh, KBO slate. So yeah, very very excited. Uh, this this slate is uh, you know there's a little bit of chalk, but there's a lot of different uh, a lot of different tricky things going on. So we're gonna this is gonna be one that we're gonna we've already done a lot of research, but we're gonna continue the, a lot of studying and research th throughout the day, including. Uh, the article from Freddie Mills, our DFS Coach Talk uh, uh, in, uh, article provider, the expert KBO guy as well, because this is there's a lot of things going on in the slate that we'll kind of hit on briefly today. And uh, but that's gonna it's gonna determine how you can gain an edge in this slate because it's it's a pretty tricky slate. But it, it, yeah, but that's good for us. No doubt about it. And the good thing is the weather's good, so that creates yes. one big check mark that you don't have to worry about because. As we all know in experience, they cancel very quickly with rain. So we're good. We should be great on all five games. Good to go there. And uh, like Shane said, you know, our goal on the podcast here is to, to bring some information to you, some of our core plays, and then, you know, start talking about uh, some of the differentiators that you may want to consider. And uh, as Shane said, uh, we will post Freddie's KBO content. Uh, here anytime soon it should be posting so you know take a look at that 
and definitely look forward to everybody checking out the podcast. It's going to come out earlier than normal, so that's good. And then uh, the key is jumping in Discord with us. Uh, if you can, uh, dfscoachdoc.com is where you can become a member. You still have a free 15 days here because uh, if you become a member, our memberships are locked until July 30th. So even if you get a one-week membership, you're going to actually get three weeks out of that membership if you join today. So uh, check us out. We've been red hot. We're doing KBO and PGA. We have a PGA podcast later this afternoon. Andrew and I are going to be tackling the memorial, which is going to be uh, the return of Tiger and 48 of the top 50 golfers are playing. So that should be a blast. And then uh, we are going to get, we're getting closer and closer by the day. We'll uh, get into providing for Major League Baseball. And then, of course, our our superstar product here, the NBA, which, which begins in 15 days. So can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. I want to thank our uh, sponsors for bringing this podcast uh, to you today. It's mybookie.ag. It is the place to go for all of your sports wagering and casino action. And if you go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code COACHTALK, you get all the way up to $1,000 matched at 50% on your first deposit. And you also get a free $25 free play as just being a listener to DFS Coach Talk. You don't even have to uh, worry about that. It's added right in when you put that promo code. And then also our friends at TVG, that's where the world goes to watch and wager on horse racing. Uh, go to DFSCoachTalk.com. Click on the banner that says risk-free bet, uh, $300 for TVG. And it's an exclusive offer that you can only get through DFS Coach Talk. And you can bet, put 300 in there, bet it all if you want on one horse. If you lose, they refund you all of the money. So it's a fantastic offer. And we're really thankful for them uh, throwing that out there to our members. Okay, fantastic, man. I think we get started. Uh, we will uh, give you the rundown here and then look at the most recent odds. So I always do the quick odds update as we get going here so that we have the very latest. Uh, so I am going to click on that now. And because a lot of times, especially when we do these earlier ones, um, you know, they just have posted. So. We are going to check that out right now. Baseball, South Korea, and let's make sure they're up. It's thinking about it. Yeah, it's pretty early, so there might be some stuff that uh, they, that they haven't uh, got the full Vegas lines yet. And I know that uh, one one note we'll get to when we get to game three is the LG pitcher DraftKings had uh, Chang Hyung Jung uh, slated to pitch, but he's going to take the day off. So there will okay. be a different pitcher for LG. We'll talk about that a little bit. So there's different. There's a couple moving parts going on here um, that we're gonna that will progress throughout the day. And I don't know if Vegas has uh, factored that in yet or not. Well, uh, we'll look at it when we get to that game. But the lines are up, so we'll be able to share yeah. that with you as well. All right, awesome. let's attack. Uh, let's attack game one. Um, I gotta get back here. We're doing all this scouting. It's the Hanwha Eagles, 17 and 44, with, with uh, Minwoo Kim, two and five with a 4.40 ERA, at the KT Wiz with William Cuevas, four and two, with a 
4.67. The updated odds at mybookie.ag are uh, KT Wiz are all right. You got we've got two ludicrously gigantic lines today. KT Wiz is one of them. I always mm-hmm. put Andrew on the spot, so I'll put you on the spot. What do you what do you think the KT Wiz are the favorite? Favorite over Hanma. Favorite uh, 280 minus 280. How about 357? Nice. Wow, that's quite the favorite there. Big fat number for KT Wiz. So that's one thing to really look at. And the over under is nine and a half. Now it's weird, uh, Shane. This game is nine and a half. The other four games are ten and a half. So very strange. Something just to keep in mind. So I don't know if if Vegas just loves this KT. Uh, pitcher or what the deal is because it seems as though you've got uh, you know one run lower on the run line and the second biggest favorite on the board so this is going to create some interest man so give me the breakdown what's your feel on this Hanwha KT game yeah I mean both pitchers are actually pretty solid here Uh, you you look at the ERA and you think it's kind of shaky but they're both pretty solid coming off solid outings good recent form I mean uh, William uh, Cuevas uh, for the KT Wiz, his last outing, uh, he had a great outing against Samsung, who's got some pretty good bats. He went six innings, uh, really only gave up one earned run. He has six strikeouts, uh, you know, so he went deep into the game, 115 pitches. So he pretty much shut them down and got the win. Uh, so Cuevas had 22 uh, fantasy points. So you can certainly look at him, uh, 7,900 on DK, if you want a little bit more of a value play here. Uh, at the pitcher position. Um, Both of these pitchers uh, give up more hits in a higher batting average against lefties. So if I was going to target batters in this game, I would probably target lefties, such as, you know, Mel Rojas Jr., obviously. He's coming off a really bad game. So if you want to get a little recency bias action there, and hopefully Mel Rojas, if you want to pay it for him, he might bounce back, and you'll get him at lower ownership because he completely burned everyone last night or yeah. this, this morning, whatever way you want to look at it. He's $6,000, DK, 17 on FanDuel. So I think he's a good play at, at coming in at lower ownership. You can look at uh, KT Wiz uh, leadoff hitter, uh, uh, Young Ho Joe is pretty cheap. He's $2,800 on DraftKings batting leadoff. And again, mm-hmm. a lefty. And then, of course, Bak Ho Kang, lefty. He hits for tons of power. I think it was 12 home runs against uh, righties. You know, he's got the yep. platoon advantage. And he's reasonably priced, $5,500, DK, 16 on uh, DraftKings there. And then if you want to look at the Hanwha side, you can look at a couple of their lefties, like their their leadoff hitter, Young Keo Lee. Um, Tae Keon Kim is a, is a righty batting third. He's okay. And then Ju Seo Ka. So those are some of your value guys, but I'm not really too focused on those Hanwha guys, especially being that they're – they're a big underdog here. So it's it's pretty much all about KT Wiz here. Um, but I'm not sure that the KT Wiz are going to go off at that high of a run total just because this pitcher's uh, Minwoo Kim's been decent at, at, at holding teams down lately. Uh, good teams as well. He's had good outings against like the Tucson Bears, for example. Um, so that's kind of the breakdown here is that I would maybe take a shot at a couple of these KT Wiz guys. Um, but other than that, not a lot of exposure. And then you can look at Cuevas as a, as a little bit affordable pitching option. It gets a pretty bad Hanwha lineup. So that's kind of where we're at here so far. Okay. For me, um, I, I don't like the pitching that much in this game. I, I, I know they had some recency uh, to date. Cuevas has pitched against Hanwha twice, and they, they tagged him a little bit both times. And uh, this is a better Hanwha team than he faced earlier. 
This, you know, the first time he faced him was before they demoted 14 players or whatever craziness they did to the minors and made a bunch of changes. So, you know, I, I know, you know, a lot of people will look at those odds and they'll take the two pitchers with the crazy, uh, you know, uh, lines because they're so much more likely to get the, the win or the quality start. But I'm, I'm really not in Cuevas's, uh, you know, uh, corner. I just I think he's hittable. Um, I think he's a, a fine play, but I'm I'm going to look more to uh, definitely going with a couple of KTW bats. Um, <clears throat> I also like the, the expensive guys, Rojas and Kang in the middle, um, you know, may look at Joe up top or one of the uh, cheaper guys. But I can see myself with two or three KT whiz out of this game. And then I'm not afraid to one off. Uh, possibly uh, either Kim or Jay Cha or Wiley at the top of that lineup. Um, if I if I have to go uh, two value plays, and I may go two from Hanwha, two from KTW, uh, or not, you know, if I can fit all the salary, I'm going three KTW and one Hanwha. So I'm going to have exposure to this game from the hitting side. I don't think either pitcher is primed for a good outing here. Uh, and... You know, that's just the way I see this first one. But I think a lot of people are going to see that huge uh, line and, and gravitate to Cuevas. And I don't think people will be jumping on a bunch of hitters because there are some great spots. So this could be a, a differentiator right off the bat for us. Yeah, I mean, Cuevas, last time out, you mentioned the matchup Hanwa. It wasn't too bad, being that he's not that expensive. He has 16.7 drafting points. He did get a win and a quality start. Uh, it wasn't super high upside, but it wasn't that bad, really. And also yeah. keep in mind, Cuevos against right-handers, they only bat 221 against him. And yeah. Anwa has a lot of right-handers, and their left-handers are not really uh, batting good right now. Uh, so that's why I think he matches up good against Hanwa, even though they're slightly improved now. They're not really in, uh, been that good lately. Uh, so I think he matches up good against him, and he showed ability to go pretty deep into games to go over 100 pitches, you know, in two out of the three last games. So I, it's not that Cuevas is my first choice, but I think he's in consideration here if he fits into your lineup build to have a, a guy that's a little more affordable at 7,900 on DK is pretty cheap. The, the last point I was going to make was exactly that. He pitched 115 pitches last game. I think that's a lot. That's on the upper edge, I think, of what he can can go. He's not a super young dude. Cuevas has been around a while. So uh, mm -hmm. I just I think, he, you know, he, it, it seems like a letdown game for him where he's coming off going very deep. And he had a decent start to uh, a start ago against him the first time out. He didn't do that well. So I just like the I like the fade here of Cuevas more than than anything else. All right, let's jump to, to game two. Uh, we've got the Kia Tigers at 32 and 26. And uh, it's Hyun Jong Yang against Samsung Lions, 31 and 30, with Yoon Dong Hyo, the lefty. Uh, the my bookie odds on this game are uh, Kia, a 192 road favorite. And as I said, all the rest of the games are 10 and a half. So that's not going to give us much distinction there. Um, so there you go. We've got Kia and Samsung, two teams that are over 500 uh, that are really battling for a playoff spot. 
how do you see this one playing out, Shane? Uh, the, the Kia pitcher, Yang, is kind of interesting because he's traditionally, like last year, has been a really good pitcher, but he, he's been getting blown up lately. Uh, Samsung blew him up on uh, June 21st. They blew him up for, in only four innings, 10 hits, two home runs, and eight runs. It was seven earned runs, but eight total yep. runs. So Yang, is uh, he's expensive on DK, 9,300. So it's really hard to go with that. That would be a really yeah. risky contrarian GPP play. Um, so, yeah, so you got to like some of these uh, Samsung guys. Uh, lefties are, are batting 297 against Yang, and righties are batting 275. So pretty much... You know, any of these guys are in play. Saladino, Jawuku hit a home uh, home run last night. Uh, Song, Song Su Kim, leadoff hitter. So they got some pretty good guys there, but it's not, I don't think I'm going to target a lot of Samsung guys. It might be a one-off, you know, because um, Yang could still, you know, st- still have a solid outing, even though lately he's been really bad. He's still a pretty talented pitcher. He just seems to be losing some of his stuff for some reason uh, here. But again, he's good enough to, to, uh, to do some damage against this lineup, though. Uh, so, yeah, so not a lot of exposure to this game. And then the other uh, uh, pitcher for uh, Samsung is, uh, you know, a little bit inexperienced. It, you know, he hasn't he hasn't played as much. He's 2-1, 4.15 ERA. Uh, he's he's actually giving up a 300 batting average against right-handers. Um, yeah. So you can take a look at some of the right-handers. Um, the left-handers he's a little bit better against. So I don't know that uh, there's going to be a lot of exposure here to Tucker or Juan Cha who uh, had a big game last night. Uh, you can take those guys, but again, they're a little more risky because the matchup isn't quite as good here. Um, this is a this is a, uh, a hitter's park, which is always good there as well uh, for for uh, Samsung. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I don't don't have a ton of exposure to this. Are, are you any different here with this game, or are you, are you taking a look at it? Well, I you know I like uh, to cherry pick a guy or two from each side here. Again, I don't like the pitchers here. I you know I we have been fading semi-fading against Yang all year because he makes 1.9 million a year. He's like the highest paid guy in the league. And he's five and five with a big fat whip and ERA. I mean, his ERA is 5.70 and it's, that's a fairly good sample size. So whatever's wrong with him or whatever the case may be, we haven't seen that awesome, like two hit shutout or anything that he's capable of doing. So I'm not afraid to to throw a Saladino or a Sang Soo Kim in there or even Wan Siok Lee. Uh, so I, I'm going to take a few guys against them. Um, and then, like you said, I think this, this Samsung pitcher is a little uh, young, a little inexperienced. I don't know how deep he'll go. Uh, Samsung doesn't have the best bullpen. So, you know, I think C. Lee, the leadoff hitter, and Ji Wan Na are two guys that I think I'm going to look at very seriously because, as you mentioned so astutely there, Mr. Uh, Young Dong Hio uh, gives up a lot of hard-hit balls and barrel to right-handed hitters. So, uh, you know, again, one of those games that I'm looking at more from the hitting side and, you know, fitting in a few of these guys into my lineup. Uh, You know, I'm not going to go for the super expensive Tucker and Cha tonight, uh, you know, I mean, that eats a lot of your your uh, salary there. But I am going to uh, look at a couple of hitters from both sides. Yeah, I apologize. I misspoke about Ja Wuku. He, he actually didn't. Uh, he did have a couple hits uh, on today's game. It was that it was Won, Won Sok Lee, the righty who had the home run. 
Um, right. I, I got those two guys confused. But, yeah, so Juan Sokoli's in play, but but Jawuku batting third, uh, even though he's going up against Yang, the, uh, the lefty, uh, Yang is giving up quite a 297 batting average against lefty. So he's in play as well. So, yeah, so a lot of these guys are in play. But, yeah, like you said, probably not a big game. You want to stack multiple guys. But, now, but definitely some good hitters here. Yeah, if you cherry pick one or two guys out of here, it can make a huge difference, especially on FanDuel where your lineup is so small. I mean – you don't get yep. too many guys to hit, so you only need to pick the right one or two value guys in your money. So that's uh, hopefully the way it's going to go. Okay, LG and Lote. LG is 31, 28, and 1. We have that one tie in here. And Lote is 28 and 30. Is this the game that their pitching change took place? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so the, do you want to discuss that? Yeah, so Chan Hyung Jung, uh, they typically give him like every other start off. And I believe from what I'm reading, this is the start he's going to have off. Uh, okay. So I think DraftKings will probably make an adjustment this afternoon and switch the starting pitcher. Um, based on the rotation, I'm, I'm guessing that it's going to be uh, Chang Jio Lim. Lim or M, however you want to say it. M yeah. uh, is probably going to be the starting pitcher. I can't guarantee that, uh, but that's kind of what I'm looking at. If it is uh, Lim... Lim uh, for LG, uh, he gives up uh, a 314 batting average against right-handed uh, hitters, which is perfect uh, when you're going up against Lote. If you want to take guys like the leadoff hitter Jun Hung or Hoon Jung, or if you want to take Jun Woo Jion, who's a right-handed power hitter, he had a home run last night, or yep. Doho Lee or the uh, the cheap third baseman, Dong Hee Han. So I like the Lote guys tonight if they're going up against Lim, but Lim is still a pretty solid pitcher. Um, but they, you can definitely take a, uh, one or two of those righties. Lim does have some K upside. You know, he's had some games where he's had eight strikeouts. Um, so he's a guy that you could look at in GPPs if he plays as well, because a lot of people aren't going to be on him because he's going to be a late add to the player pool if he, if he is the pitcher here. So there's some interesting dynamics there, but just keep that in mind. If Lim is in, if you want a right-handed Lote bat that's pretty cheap, they're always pretty cheap on DK and FanDuel, really. You can look after those righties up in the top of the lineup for Lote. Um, and then on the other side, you got Lote is uh, – Woon Sam Jang, a lefty, his uh, 0-2 with a 7.20 ERA. So he's another one of those uh, bullpen guys. And he's given up uh, 375 batting average against lefties. So you got to love Hyung So Kim, who who crushed it last night. And you got to like Roberto Ramos as another bounce-back candidate here. Uh, those lefties and C. Lee, who I know you played a little bit last night, batting leadoff is also a good lefty in this lineup. Uh, and then if you want to take a chance at a catcher, you can look at Kang Nam Yu for LG as well. So you got a lot of good bats going on here uh, in, in this game. So it could be a pretty good game to target. And we got to take a look and see who pitches for LG still as well. Yeah, and that's a huge thing because I, I think Jung could have made some of my lineups uh, as my secondary value pitcher. So that is important news that we have to get. I will uh, let me share the the line on this game as well. The the Twins are a 169 road favorite. Again, it's 10 and a half. So I'm not sure if you know that sounds like the line still has Jung as the pitcher. So something to keep an eye on. We will be uh, posting that information uh, throughout the day on Twitter. You can follow us at on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. 
I'm at yep. Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Shane uh, is at D-E-T Sports Shane, and Andrew is at Language Olympic. So, you know, the part of this process that we're trying to gear everybody into as we go into the other sports is check out the podcast and then follow us on Twitter throughout the day so that you can see, you know, we'll post any changes or pitching maneuvers or line changes. We'll also uh, have Freddie's article up so you can get all that preparation. But the key is going to be like always, uh, you got to be in Discord 30 minutes before lock. I mean, you just have to. And it is a little tough, to say the least. It's going to be 5.30 a.m. Eastern, 4.30 a.m. Central for me. So uh, it is a little difficult, but it is well, well worth it. Uh, to get up and I wouldn't play KBO if you're not going to get up and and change the lines because you just have to see those changes. You don't want to take a zero anywhere. Uh, It would be ridiculous. Now, pretty soon we'll have regular, you know, U.S. sports at regular times. So we're in the in the home stretch with these crazy hours with KBO. But man, has it been paying off? We're building a hell hell of a bankroll uh, with with uh, all of this action. So. Did you have something else on LG? Yeah, uh, yeah I, I apologize. We did get the update that Jung is in. It, there was a report this morning that they were saying because he was deactivated from the, the from the actual roster is what they do when he has to start off. But it looks like they activated him. He's back on the roster and he is starting now. So I apologize because when I checked this morning when I was researching, it said he was deactivated and he might you know could miss another start. But he is starting, so I, I apologize. And uh, yeah, and then so now he's in play at eighty three hundred dollars on DraftKings, and he'd be interesting on FanDuel as well. At uh, let's take a look at FanDuel here and get the pricing on him here uh, for LG twenty five dollars. Yep. So he yeah, so he's in play against uh, against Lote. I mean, the Lote's a decent lineup, but you, they can be had for sure. Uh, yeah, I you know I'm definitely considering him. He's certainly going to make my GPP uh, as. Uh, on DraftKings, at least, uh, not on not on FanDuel. I've already got my locked in 100% lock and load pitcher there, but uh, I think he's decent. I can fade the Lote bats without stressing it. I do like the LG side with you, though. I don't know how you don't. Uh, I mean, that's that's a yeah. great side to like, you know, because the the awesome part about it, Shane, is the people that don't follow it close enough are going to see lefty on lefty, and they're going to mm-hmm. fade these guys. I mean, yep. this is probably the best home run spot Ramos has had in three weeks. So I'm, you know, he's going to make a, the majority of my lineups, along with, uh, you know, a couple of these, one or two of these other lefties, because uh, he's just been getting stung. And I think this is a, a good mini stack game for LG, uh, no doubt about it. So. Yep. Definitely. All right. Let's go to game four. We have the feature game of the uh, night. Uh, two teams battling for play uh, the top record. They're one two right now. It's the NC Dinos 39-19-1 with Drew Rosinski 8-1 with a 2.25 ERA. Kiwoom Heroes Sung Hyun Moon 1-0 with a 1.49 ERA. So very interested to hear your take on this game. Let me give you the, the mybookie.ag line, and then we'll let you break this down. Because I have, I think, a hot take here, brother. Um, right now, we've got the Dinos, a big fat 212 road favorite. 
So Mr. Rosinski getting the getting the play there, and then uh, again ten and a half over under. So what's your take here? Yeah, this is a tough. This is definitely a tough one because Rosinski has been shutting shutting uh, you know pretty good lineups down, but the key wound bats are are pretty hot. You know that's a really tough lineup to make it through. Uh, Rosinski is uh, pretty solid, you know, uh, lefties are two, batting 227 and righties are batting 209. He does give up home runs, though. You know, he's gave up quite a few home runs to lefties and righties. Um, I, I like uh, the key wound side, Ha Seon Kim, who's been hot and he's very good against righties, even though he's a righty. So you can take a look at him. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I like the Park brothers, Byung Ho Park and Dong Wong Park. Uh, those guys have the power upside to maybe take Rosinski deep. And then Jung Ho Lee is always in place. He, his price never goes up. It seems like he's 4,700 on DK. He's so damn good, man. On Fandu. He is. So he's really good. No, he hits for power against righties, and Rosinski gives up some home runs. So I don't know that I'm comfortable stacking Ki Woom because Rosinski is a legit pitcher. He can shut teams down. But I think Ki Woom is going to get to him a little bit here. And then on the other side, it's really tricky because – Song Hyung Moon is basically like a bullpen guy. So, you know, how many innings is he going to pitch? Two or three? You know, That's who knows? About it. Yeah. So then you're then you're looking at the Ki Woon bullpen who can match up against certain hitters. And the Ki Woon bullpen is pretty good. They're, they're probably the best bullpen, but they could give up a little production here. So so on the the Dino side, I might take a look at a guy. I might take a look at Min Woo Park, the leadoff hitter, or H. Quan is super. He's always really cheap because he's like nine dollars on Fanduel and thirty two hundred at DK, and he's usually batting second. And he's good against righties, so you got to like him. And then of course, L. Tier has been on fire. You know, the guy gets you know stolen bases. He hits for power. He hits. Yeah, you he know, he hits, he's great. all over the place. So yeah. he's good. If you really need a catcher, if you want to be contrarian, pay up a little bit. You can get Yuju Yang, who's good. And then you even got Suk Min Park down there in the uh, what is he in the uh, the five hole, uh, who's also pretty good against righties as well. So six, you got a lot six. of good. Yeah. Oh yeah, six. Yeah. So depending on where he's going to be, so you got some good guys here. Um, but you know, so I guess I would probably favor the Dinos if you're going to take a couple guys because they're going up against this bullpen game against Kiwoom here. But Kiwoom's bullpen is also pretty solid and can match up against them uh, per you know depending on the the situation. So it's not necessarily a smash spot, but they are favored by t- quite a bit here. Uh, you know, on the road. So you got to like that. So, yeah, so it's pretty tricky. And then the other thing on the other side, going back to Kiwoom, is that if if Kiwoom can get to Rosinski, their bullpen is the complete opposite. The Dinos bullpen is absolute garbage. So you could have a situation where Kiwoom, like in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, all of a sudden scores a bunch of runs. So this should be a uh, interesting game here. Like you said, a lot of stuff going on here. Um, and and we'll we'll see which guys fit into the lineup build, um, but it, it's it's tricky because you got a good pitcher and then you got a, a solid bullpen on the other side, you know. So what what's your what's your hot take on this? Are, are you in agreement here? Or? Yeah, I pretty much. I mean, we're pretty close. Uh, s- same thinking, but uh, you know, my hot take is I I'm gonna fade what what I think could be the highest owned pitcher on the state uh, on the slate in Rosinski. I'm just I'm not going to play him at anything, uh, and it could be a big mistake. He may be the eventual, you know, Cy Young or whatever the award's called in Korea. <clears throat> he has pitched well and he has pitched deep. Here's my here's my reasoning. I've watched Kiwoom last night. I watched the entire game. I like the way they're playing. I like their body language. I like they're playing loose. They're hot. They're picking each other up. 
<clears throat> I personally think Jung Ho Lee is the best player in KBO. He's 21 years old. I'm telling you, within a year or two at the very longest, he will be batting in the middle of somebody's order in Major League Baseball. Uh, he is just a true talent. Um, so, I, you know, even the Kiwoom, they had this dugout uh, thing they did after they hit a homer. It was really funny. And they just they, they just seem to be like the, the it team right now. And so I'm not going to stack them against Ruzinski. I, I'm not going to be double down on it. Uh, I may play a one-off with Kiwoom, but I am going to avoid Rosinski as far as uh, that goes, which is a hot take because I do think yep. he will be very highly owned. Um, on the on the uh, plus, like you said, that's a key factor. If he only goes six or seven, you've got just an absolute dead bullpen right now, and they use yes. guys last night too, and they just keep getting hammered. So I don't feel good with the guys. You know, if they come in and he left a few on base, or you know, they could just wash away his win pretty quick. So yeah. that comes into play. Whereas I'm not going to play a ton of dinos either. They're expensive. Altier's been awesome. Yang is super expensive. Um, it's just, you know, I the, the money for me is not there with, I think Moon could, even if he gets three solid innings, I think he's decent. And I really like their bullpen is one of the better ones. So I just, to me, it's going to be mostly a stay away game. And I think it's going to be a game a lot of people key on. And uh, that's going to be my, my big hot take of the day differentiator uh, that I hope pays off. But you know, if if you're playing multiple lineups, you got to put Rosinski in something just in case he does decide to throw like a two hitter or something. And the last point with Rosinski is his strikeouts aren't trending the right direction either. And this, you know, you got to face it. You need the strikeouts. You can get uh, a really good start from a guy and he pitches eight innings, but he only strikes out two. And you get a guy that pitches okay pitches six and strikes out eight. And that guy's going to have more DFS points. Uh, so that's where you got to, you know, really watch the the trends on these uh, strikeout guys because it's very, very key uh, when you're building your lineup. Even just as important as looking at the ERA and the whip, you got to look at their strikeouts because it is weighted uh, statistically for that uh, as well. All right, man, we go to game five. This All is right. the final one. This is also my favorite game. And Andrew's not on. He's probably at home. His ears are burning. He's jumping up and down because it's a good spot for Deuce on. And he's mm -hmm. probably going ballistic. So it's the SK Wyverns 19 and 42 with Siong Jian Beck against mm -hmm. the Doosan Bears and Chris Flexen. Four and three and a 3.86. And now I'm going to give you 10, 15 seconds of my soapbox. FanDuel has just completely crapped their pants and given up on paying any attention to KBO. And it, it ruins it ruins the damn slate. Like tonight, you've got Flexen, arguably maybe the best pitcher on the slate. He's $20 on FanDuel. So I'm, you know, I'm providing a full FanDuel lineup for our members. If you don't put Flexen at $20 in every FanDuel lineup, you're a fool. You have to. It's just... It, the, the value there is insane, and it allows you to buy up all the bats. So I hate when somebody is so mispriced that it shifts the whole slate. Last night's a perfect example. A lot of people got in trouble because they took the $20 mispriced pitcher 
and put all the big bats in the big pan, you know, big bats poop their drawers, if you will. So it, it sunk a lot of folks. So, you know, we're back in almost an exact situation as last night. So anyway, I wanted to complain a little bit because if you're going to offer KBO and you're a big entity like FanDuel, and I, you know, I love the guys at FanDuel. I hate, you know, but I got to call it like I see it. I'll compliment when the time comes too. But, you know, why even offer it if one, you're going to have completely, totally mispriced guys. And secondly, when you're watching the game, there aren't any updates. You can't see how your players are doing. The scores aren't updated. They don't even try. It's it's after the games are done, they'll flash up there like it's some stupid simulation or something. So very disappointed in FanDuel on the KBO side. Hopefully somebody there, you know, gets the message. I mean, there still are, you know, uh, a couple of weeks maybe left of KBO that these guys will carry it. So hopefully they'll they'll uh, wisen up. Anyway, that was I was just a little furious about that. And here's the funny part. So he's a $20 pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. Minus 434 in Vegas on the Doosan <laughs> Bears. So you get the lowest price possible pitcher on FanDuel at who's a 434 favorite in this game. Even on the run line, it's minus 200. So it's it's sort of bizarre. It is a 10 and a half over under. And I will let you run with this, but I will tell you this. The, the core of my lineup on FanDuel is going to be all flexing with some Doosan bats. And on DraftKings, I like the Doosan stack. And Andrew can't even put his two cents worth in because he's Mr. Doosan mm-hmm. stack. So that's what I wanted to share with you. I'll let you break down the game. Yeah, I mean, I agree. What FanDuel did was they kept the exact same team pitchers with the exact same price two nights in a row. It might have been went back to three nights in a row. So not only were they lazy that they didn't want to they didn't want to put actual real name pitchers for each team each day. They didn't want to take the time to figure out who's pitching. They've always done team pitchers. Now they're not even changing the prices for the team. So you could have the ace and a, yeah, like a huge favorite like this. This is probably one of the biggest favorites seen and the price stays the same. And then what that does is that creates this whole um you know, basically, you got the twenty dollar pitcher, and it's going to be all right. uh, chalky, high owned. Uh, it's a domino effect. Yep. Right. Yep. So the the issue with what you're looking at on FanDuel is it's going to come down to like one player with you because here's what happened last night. Alcantara was around ninety percent owned, which I actually mentioned that on the podcast. I said this guy's going to be about ninety percent owned, which is ridiculous. So, and guys like Fernandez, who's expensive, they're going to, they're going to say, well, I got all this money. I might as well pay $17 for Fernandez. He's going to be 80% owned. So where do you differentiate there? That's the tricky part here on FanDuel. But anyways, but besides that point, that's a, more of a strategy point. Yeah. Fernandez, obviously he's good here. He's really, uh, he's very solid uh, against lefties. Uh, the, the, uh, SK Wyvern uh, uh, pitcher here is, is uh, you know, he can get some strikeouts, uh, but really, he's again. This is more of a bullpen guy. He really only pitches about three innings per game. And then when you get to the SK Wyverns bullpen, they're also really bad. Um, yeah. This guy, in very minimal time pitching, he's already given up four home runs. So that's why Fernandez is going to be so chalky. And uh, he's two seventy eight uh, uh, batting average against lefties, and he's uh, 
righties are really good against him, 368. Now, I don't read into that that much because it's a very small sample size for this guy. But the bottom line is, yeah, Doosan, everyone's going to stack Doosan. It's going to be mega chalk. So you got to pick the right guys, and then you the other guys that you pivot off, you better figure out who's going to go off because you won't have a way to differentiate yourself. That's just my opinion in this slate because everyone's right. going to have them. You're going to – I'm talking 80%, 70%, 80% ownership. Oh, no but you doubt. can take a look at JLO here. Uh, he's 4800 on DK, $15 on uh, – uh, uh, Fantul in the Jay Juan Kim, the power hitter, had a big game last night. I think he had two doubles, several RBIs, so he's a good solid play. And, and uh, Jay, uh, Joe Juan Cho, uh, the guy that we always like to play, is 4300 on DK and $13 on uh, Fantul. He's, wor- he's worth it as well. Um, you can even take a look at K. Her is a value guy as well. So pretty much, yeah, almost that whole top of the of the lineup for or for Dusan, um, You you got to really like those guys, and you don't, you're not really afraid of lefty on lefty because of the fact that Dusan just always rakes against lefties either way. So they, it doesn't really matter to them. Um, and then yeah, I mean obviously Flexen is the is the play. Everyone's going to play him, and then on DK he'll still be high owned as well at 8900. Um, so that's really about it for this game. The tricky part is. How do you differentiate yourself, being that you're talking astronomically high ownership rates here? And is are you going to get caught into the trap like last night that you just want to load up on all these $16 and $17 guys, studs that are power guys on FanDuel? And if two or three of those guys don't hit, you know, you're going to be at a big disadvantage. So that, that's kind of my take here, and I think that's what everyone's going to know about it. And it's going to be a, a very interesting strategy to see what happens here. Well, great points, man. Good stuff. Here's here's my advice. This this is sort of the the best advice I can give on this slate. <clears throat> Under the circumstances, for me, I generally play about 50-50 DraftKings and FanDuel uh, for my bankroll any given night. Last night, I was 90-10 DraftKings because of the horse prep that they're doing with these lineups. Tonight, same thing. So what I say is, Load up on DraftKings because there's a lot of opportunity to differentiate yourself and have some contrarian lineups. Your second pitcher, you know, you a couple of value plays across the board. So I'm still planning on having three or four hitters from Doosan with Flexen and, you know, still being able to be somewhat contrarian with fading Rosinski, taking some other value plays, mini stacking some some games that aren't going to get a lot of play like uh, Hanwan KTW so I feel great about DraftKings I mean for me if I was providing you're providing DraftKings tonight I'm doing FanDuel it's it's going to be one of those really weird nights for me on DraftKings it's like literally almost a five-star slate and on FanDuel I'm probably going to rate it a two and you just have to because Exactly is what's going to happen is is what you said on FanDuel. We're all going to have flexing. We're all going to have like three key guys from Doosan. So now you've got three hitters to work with, and you have a decent amount of cash. So we're all going to gravitate to a couple of the other studs somewhere, whether yeah. it's you know Yang, Ramos, Tierra, Ramos all yeah. those guys. So it's going to come down to just about two guys. So it's. It's almost playing like playing a, a two-game slate where you're going to have a lot of repetitive lineups uh, mm-hmm. and not a lot of differentiation. But my point is this. Don't just be different to be different and not eat some of the chalk because that you're probably going to lose then anyway. Last night was a bit odd. All those 
studs, none of them hit, that's not going to happen two nights in a row. You know, as far as the Ramoses and, and you know, Tuckers and Rojas's, et cetera. So my advice is this, go, go low on your investment, on your FanDuel lineup, eat all the chalk you have to, make that one guy maybe or two at the most differentiation, but stack it up on DraftKings because there's tons of opportunity there. The contests are great. The pricing is better. And, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I personally, like when we get to NBA, there's some times where I'll go 80% FanDuel because I think they do a great job with it there. But, you know, part of being a pro at this DFS stuff is you got to, you know, you got to call it as you see it. And when something is shitty, like it is with FanDuel's lineup and pricing tonight, uh, you've got to, you got to make the adjustment, you know, fade and get out and, and, uh, you know, go after the other stuff. So that's pretty much really the, the whole enchilada for me. I didn't hold much back today, but, you know, you'll see some of, if you join us at DFS Coach Talk, jump in, get a membership, uh, join us. You get a, an additional couple of weeks here for free. Uh, and you'll see my full lineup on FanDuel, those couple of uh, plays that I'm hopefully going to differentiate too. And then, uh Shane is going to put up, uh, I'm sure, a killer player pool for DraftKings. And, uh, you know, we'll be bantering about in Discord. I'll be making some comments and things in there. So, you know, check us out. Follow us on Twitter again at DFS Coach Talk. Um, <clears throat> take advantage of the mybookie.ag offering of up to $1,000 on a 50% uh, match. Uh, and you just go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Coach Talk, and the key is no space. Coach Talk, all one word. And then TVG also, the $300 risk-free bet seems like the best offer I've seen in a long time. Got to take advantage of that at TVG uh, as well. And then uh, last thing I want to remember, uh, mention real quickly, um, our charity of choice here is bonbon3.org. It's all spelled out, M-A-M-B-A-O-N. T-H-R-E-E dot org. Uh, fantastic place uh, if you're looking to give some charity dollars uh, set up by the Bryant family. So that is everything I have, buddy. Did I leave anything out or do you have any last thoughts? No, I mean, my, my only thoughts is that uh, FanDuel still doesn't have any issue taking rake from all these uh, KVO uh, uh, slates here. So it's interesting that they do that, do that. And then uh, they didn't update the, the scoring until it was closer to 11 a.m. or 12, 12 noon Eastern time, even though the games Insane. were over three three hours or more before that. So we had to wait. I think it was around three hours after the games finished before they actually updated the scoring. But they, uh, so and then they just didn't bother to update anything with the pitchers or anything. So so obviously uh, I think we're, 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 we're to the point where we're, we're going to call some people out here. And, you know, that's that's kind of where we're at with, with this situation. Well, you know, what they should do, if, if they want to treat it that way, either one, they shouldn't offer it, or for the poker players out there, we'll get this, they should do a reduced rake. If you don't want to pay that much attention to it, why take that full rake out of there? I mean, the rake yeah. is supposedly for you guys to do your job o- over there, and it's not yeah. being done. So, it's anyway. Lazy. Yeah, it is what it is, and it'll all change when baseball and NBA start, MLB and, and NBA start. But oh, yeah. let's keep taking advantage of, you know, mispricings and find the right values. You still can take some good stuff down. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's not that you can't, but uh, it's unfortunate that they're dictating the the build so much just by their pricing. But DraftKings is is spot on, so let's let's crush that tonight uh, as yeah. well. Anything else, buddy? No, I mean, I think people are still excited to play FanDuel because everyone loves their lineup because it looks so loaded. So it's like the opportunity I could get four stud, you know, MVP candidates all in my lineup, you know. So you're excited when you look at it. The problem is everyone else also has those same guys in the lineup. So it makes it kind of fun and exciting at the same time from a positive note here. But just keep in mind what you're dealing with in terms of ownership percentages being up there to 80 to 90 percent, which is really unusually high. <laughs> so but yeah, it's let's see how what we can do to differentiate ourselves we'll, we'll find something absolutely uh, yeah. quick reminder we're uh, dfscoachtalk.com check us out there instagram dfs underscore coach talk youtube dfs coach talk and you can we have a huge library for anybody that's preparing for mlb or nba you need to go to youtube search dfs coach talk and we have a, a terrific group of podcasts there that uh, talk about all each NBA team, different podcasts, same thing with Major League Baseball. So if you're looking to brush up on the preparation stuff, uh, you can do that. It's, it's pre-COVID, so there might be some guys, you know, you have to adjust out that uh, we'll be talking about in our, uh, you know, when we do the pods for MLB first week, but uh, they still can be a huge help. So, all right, man, great job. Hopefully we keep this momentum going, keep this hot streak going, and uh, it'll lead us right into having a nice fat bankroll for for NBA and MLB, and then your your baby NFL. So uh, pretty good stuff. All right, uh, I want to thank our whole DFS Coach Talk team. Thank my partner here, uh, Sugar Shane Caldwell, our man Andrew Hansen, and uh, we're going to be back a little later today with a PGA podcast. So tune in for that and then tune in for KBO again tomorrow. So uh, we're excited. We appreciate you joining us and we will be back later today and tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.